0: all right we're live welcome everybody this is omar uh with my brothers uh from the story of the podcast we are trying to do a calibration we're maybe gonna do a show in the future which we're gonna see how it works out is uh red and name is red right red and DeAndre. what's up guys how you doing Are you feeling great
1: oh yeah feeling feeling good. really good feeling uh-huh. really really good other, other than the stuff that i talked about uh Earlier. Of course Rhett knows about that stuff too.
0: Yeah, I know you're tired. You gotta get sleep. How many hours you got sleeping sleep? You got
1: too much? Oh jeez, not not enough. Nowhere near enough. but you know, I did I did get myself a nice little power nap in after work. Uh yeah. well went ahead, went to the store, bought me a couple of groceries. Cause the store's not too far away from the house, so I just walk over there and then come back here. Uh got senior text message, so I said, Well, I'll take myself a little nap, give give me three hours uh, to have a little power nap. Yeah. But I forgot to plug my phone up. My phone is uh, broken, so if it's not plugged in, it turns off. So I was like, "Well, fuck," you know. Man, you need a new phone, bro. If they try to call me, you know, I I am going to get a new phone. But you know, uh, what what I'm going to do? I got I got another Mm -hmm. phone. It's also broken, but it's because my. That doesn't uh, part, help. Doesn't that's because my partner keeps breaking all the phones that I buy, and I I'm getting tired of spending money on uh, or for Syrian for replacements. So I'm going to have that one replaced. This one I'm going to keep the way it is until it finally doesn't work anymore because I don't feel like having to transfer my games <laughs> over. But the other phone, I'm going to get that one replaced and change the change the number on it and use that one as my business phone.
0: Yeah. All right. Um... So before we get to raise the uh, issue, we're gonna leave a little with the uh, basic stuff that, that uh, what's going on this week. Is that okay?
1: Oh yeah, let's yeah. do it. Because we do, we, we do a, we do a weekly bulletin uh, yeah. anyway, but things change. I mean, we got yeah. we got new new uh new newsworthy stuff just in a couple of days.
0: Yeah, so we're gonna start with that, uh, then we're gonna go to depth with the secret societies as uh, Ray is gonna tell us about. I never heard of it, he should have sent me a, a name. Anyway, um, over the week, you know, we have an issue with mass shootings. I mean, it's nothing new. Uh, in, in a span of two weeks, almost four different places, from Buffalo new York, to uh, Texas to California, and yesterday to Oklahoma in a hospital, and last night, I don't know what is again. The issue here, I know you guys are Second Amendment guys, and uh, I am a Second Amendment, but with the... With, uh, uh, you know, with like with, with laws, me, be the liberal piece of shit from New York that I am. Yeah, yeah, understand. So, um, what do you think? How how should we answer the issue here? What's the problem? Why are Americans killing other Americans?
1: Well, if we could answer that problem, we would, you know, we would really be able to get to the, <laughs> the crutch of everything. I mean, well, uh, is
0: it the, the 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 availability of guns? A, no any time any place oh is it mental issues uh oh i mean how, it's, how it's, do we, okay, if it was start. the
2: availability of guns then it would have happened before the 90s yeah we didn't yeah. have a mass shooting epidemic until recently right. um but i'm gonna i'm gonna read something that i posted because i think it it's pertinent to this okay topic as i say this mass shooting epidemic is a cultural problem We have devalued the family, promoted fatherlessness, neglected to instill personal responsibility into new generations, and elevated the pharmaceutical industry into a priestly class, bestowing chemicals upon us to attempt to fix a spiritual deficit within. These issues are all tightly wound together. We are witnessing the manifestation of decades of decay, screaming about a symptom while completely blind to the collapse of our society.
1: I had a very similar take. Uh, um, I was part of a panel last night. And another all black panel, and uh, it was on some of the issues with the, uh, with the shootings, and some of the things that they wanted to do with the, particularly about schools, and one of the things that I said here is, uh, for for me in my in my case, I find that this is a, another sickening stunt, another sickening ploy to gain more political power over the common man. Congress has already issued several gun control measures, many of which go far against the nature of the Second Amendment. And so it is, uh, it is my opinion that we should impose the laws that are on the books. As far as the schools and these other areas that have become targets, we have to hearten these targets with well, whatever means necessary. That doesn't mean turn a school into a fortified prison, but it means that you need to make some form of authority that that will deter criminals because criminals are cowards. and So when I say absences of authority, promotes cowardly individuals and emboldens them to commit crime. Criminals are cowards and they will act only when they believe that it is safe to get around authority figures. So perhaps the problem that we have here is the lack of authority in the home, which you know, at the time when I was in the debate last night, it wasn't the conversation, but you know, we can definitely have that conversation now. And I would say, I am I am not in favor of arming of arming teachers as a solution to school shootings, or arming uh, uh, retailers as a solution to, re- to shootings that happen in retail. But what I am saying is that if these teachers, or if these retail, uh, um, workers are already licensed and trained with firearms and they have a permit to carry. Let them carry. But I'm not saying that as a solution that we should call for the arming of more teachers or more retail workers or more uh, anybody that's in these situations to be ready to combat uh, these potential assailants. Because I don't think that Any amount of training that you give a common person that's not in law enforcement is going to have the mental fortitude uh, to be ready to take on, uh, you know, to take on the world. And in many cases, I don't think that some of these people, uh, uh, teachers, especially uh, with how they uh, how they're trying to indoctrinate our children are are trustworthy enough to be given the choice to determine life and death in these situations. So we have we have to um, understand that this problem, it starts at home. It really does start at home. People try to blame video games, but video games aren't the problem. They did a study several years ago about the correlations between video games and violence amongst young people. And there's almost no connection. But what we do see, a connection is is definitely the absence of the father, the absence of the family structure, and we have to we have to address that issue. If people can say it's mental illness all day long, but mental illness, uh, particularly in these cases, start at home with neglectful parents and broken. Okay, homes. let me let me
0: respond Okay, I, I, you know I'm the outlier here. I'm the I'm the double advocate here. So we're gonna. Uh, so the problem is, they say, uh, um, what is that, uh, 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 a bad man with a gun needs a good man with a gun. Is that the motto you guys say? Okay, you had a guy in Buffalo who was a cop for 20 years. He had a gun. He was trained. The, 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 guy, the kid that came, he had the body armor. He had an AR-15. He shot at him. He could not hurt him, and he gave away his life. Uh, second of all, the people that we're, we're gonna discuss that more, the cowards, the cops, they stood one hour outside while the children were getting killed uh, uh, inside. My problem, I understand that we have a broken family due to drug use, the opiate crisis, due to the crack epidemic in even the eighties and early nineties <coughs> that produced people without no fathers or they were in jail. <coughs> but uh, the president last night gave a speech he, he, he put some uh, uh, points that he wanted to, uh, uh, um, that he, it might help. Why can't we just put some laws on these things? Just a little bit. I mean, like, uh, I'll give you an example.
1: There's, a, there's already laws, though. I mean, what, what more can you put in place?
0: Okay, this is what he proposed last night. Expanding background to include gun shows and online sales. Enforcing the, the three-day waiting list. Safe storage compliance. Outlaw high-capacity magazines. Raise age of buying assault weapons from eighteen to twenty-one. Federal red flag and qualifying law banning ghost guns. These are ghost guns. These are guns that are that are that well, ghost,
1: g- ghost. guns are another uh, another thing because a lot of people say you can print them with these uh, with these three uh, D printers. Yeah, now, one of the one of the main major issues is number one. There's no such thing as an assault weapon. Right. Yeah, I, people keep taking that term and they keep throwing it around. There, anything that you use to attack somebody is qualified as an assault weapon. And they're yeah. like, "Well, oh, it's assault rifle, assault rifle, assault rifle" isn't the real term.
0: How many now, bullets does the AR fifteen does? I don't know anything about guns.
1: Many... I'm not. I don't. I don't know a whole bunch about guns either. I don't own any. But what I do know is Officer Tatum did a really good video about this. Yeah, uh, I just I just watched it about okay. Biden wanting to ban. Uh, magazines that can that contain 30 or more rounds well you get a a magazine for a for typical handgun a nine millimeter handgun that magazine contains 15 bullets and it's easy to interchange that magazine and now you have 30 rounds right, right there right. so it doesn't matter if you ban the magazines all it means is that they're going to have more magazines that they can have interchangeable. And you t- you say ban ban the weapons. Biden's like, well, they didn't have ca- the right to own cannons. Number one, they did have the right to own cannons during uh, yeah. during this uh, way back in way back in the old times. Yeah, right, right, thing. Right. Uh, but and so he's just patently wrong on okay. on many of those things.
0: This is the uh, that's what the Second Amendment is nuts. It doesn't say anything about everybody calling. uh everybody says. Uh, this, a well regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. What that means is uh, that you have to be well regulated, not some guy named Tom in the neighborhood who has a mental,
1: he well, re- well regulated. No, no, no. no, no. Hold on. Well military.
2: regulated does not refer to government. Re- well regulated does no, no, uh, to disciplined. Well regulated. Yeah, yeah. A militia is the civilians. Piece. Civilians. Yes. Yeah, that's that. regulated does not mean that the government is making the rules for it.
0: No, 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 no. We're making our rules, but we're very disciplined and we have an objective to defend the state, not to have guns running around. Like, for example, if me and you and him, we could have a militia that is well regulated. That means it's for the protection of the neighborhood or the area we live in. That's what they meant. They didn't mean that the whole idea was to protect the state in case the federal government becomes tyrant. But the federal government has nuclear weapons. That day is gone. Uh, They have tactical weapons. You can't
2: do nothing. Okay, so the Second Amendment, you were right that they did have cannons back then. The federal government hired people with private warships. Um, The Second Amendment puts no restriction on the type of weapons that we are allowed to own. And, of course, they couldn't foresee what kind of weapons would be invented. Uh, So the Second Amendment technically does not prohibit private ownership of nuclear weapons or biological weapons perhaps yeah. we should amend the constitution to prevent private citizens from owning such but currently you know nuclear weapons are made by private companies and sold to the government
1: so the, uh, how about in, the- in, in, in addition to that you also have the fact that the government according to the geneva conventions and the, and the geneva accords they've already outlawed a number of weapons that is practically impossible. It's not impossible, but it's almost impossible for a average citizen to obtain certain weapons. It, you, it is easier for an average citizen to obtain a inactive tank than it is for an active, for a regular citizen to receive a, a, uh, a flamethrower. Right. Flamethrowers are, are heavily regulated. You, if you can, you can go to us to uh, an army surplus store and buy a tank that is no longer in effect easier than you can go find a flame torch. And those are just because of the law. Same thing with chemical weapons. It's practically impossible. doesn't mean that it's not possible, but it's practically impossible for a normal person to go and and get one of those. And those are laws that people have decided are things that they want to abide by. But the, the, the problem, when you talk about gun laws, comes into the fact that the only people who are following gun laws in the first place are the average law abiding citizen of which this problem doesn't is not real for them. This problem is real with people who don't want to obey the law. Right. And no, no amount of regulations that we're going to be adding is going to do anything, uh, but, uh, make it more difficult for the common person to protect their families in the cases of things
0: going away. Somebody wrote on the, uh, on the, the, they said, May I remind you, you see it? The Ninth Amendment does say states have the power to make significant decisions to protect public safety. Additionally, the Supreme Court gave additional powers to state. Did you see that? Does that make any sense? I don't sense see, that's not, I don't see wrong. any of that that's in the Ninth Amendment.
1: The Ninth Amendment says that the enumeration the in the about, Constitution yeah. of certain rights. Shall not be construed to deny or disparage others retained by pe- by the people, which is to talk about their voting rights. Uh, right. That's what the enumerations about. It has nothing to do with their with their rights to to um, to enforce laws for public safety.
2: How about eight? He's
0: 15. probably
1: talking about the Tenth Amendment. Yeah. The Tenth Amendment, but, uh, but the Tenth Amendment, that's that, about either. It doesn't say that either. You know, the Tenth Amendment says that the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, not prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Which means that anything that's not in Article One, Section Eight of the Constitution, uh, goes back to the states and goes back to the people to govern themselves. Now, you were talking about age, right? You know. The most problem, of the shooters the, the, are young kids. The, yeah. the, no, that no most of the shooters are not young kids. This is a relatively new phenomenon where yeah. young kids are become the mass, are starting to become more and more mass shooters. But the problem becomes this. Democrats talking about raise the age for for guns yeah. and for being able to purchase a gun. Well, it's already uh it, you it's already uh you have to be over twenty-one in order to purchase a handgun in most states. It doesn't that doesn't stop the Criminals getting handgun. Rifles, on the other hand, rifles have have always been a little bit more lax because uh, rifles are much more regulated than handguns. And handguns are the most dangerous weapon in America, short of blunt force objects or stabbing devices. Handguns are the most dangerous, so they are they are much more regulated than rifles are. And, I was
0: looking at the uh, New York law. It says it has to be I don't know eighteen inch to sixteen inch long rifle. You don't need a permit in New York State uh, to have a, a rifle. You don't need no yeah, uh, shotgun. Yeah, rifles are less
1: regulated than handguns.
0: Yeah, because it's very hard to conceal. You see, they're smart. You're not going to walk around with a with a, with a shot with a 16, 18-ounce rifle around. They're scared of handguns because they could be always uh, hitting. That's what they think. But the problem is now we have to deal with them mass shooting. How do you explain to somebody who just lost his his daughter or his son who's 7, 8 years old, <laughs> what the second amendment? What the tenth amendment? Did but what you know, what
1: do you, what do you tell them? Do you tell them that hey, I'm sorry that uh, that you lost your child in this mesh in this shooting at the school, but yeah. I'm going to take away from you your right to defend yourself in any situation going forward. Is that what you say to them?
0: No, but you could have that, but uh, you know, your license and everything. Don't you want that? It's, Isn't that good? It, it doesn't mean,
2: change the argument at all. That's just an emotion. That's an appeal to emotion. That's, okay, but uh, that's not going to change uh, we, what the argument should be.
0: When we drive cars, we all get permits, license, insurance, so we'll be safe in the street.
1: Yes, but we don't. But we don't ban cars. We don't have an amendment they, for driving cars. Right, right. We don't. We don't ban cars when people go around running over people and killing people in drug accidents, which happens at a rate that's higher than those of the uh by gun deaths. I we mean, don't ban we, knives, and knives have- are. The number one weapon used other than blunt force objects. Knives are the number one weapons used in killings. Mm -hmm. We don't ban them either. So it's not an issue of trying to outlaw or ban or restrict the access to something because that's not going to change the issue. If anything, what that would promote is the citizens taking into themselves the right of the law. And right. what th- what happens when you when you get there is you get absolute vigilantism right. and that's not good for anybody. So right. we can we cannot, uh, you know, I am I, I'm 100 percent a Second Amendment advocate, but I am not a person that's going to say that everybody needs to go arm up and be ready to do battle and ready to defend your family and all of that stuff because we have institutions in place um, to protect you. But. In the case that those uh, institutions are unable to get to you in time, you need to be, understand that you have the rights to be able to protect yourself. And yeah. Biden is talking about safe, safe storage solutions. It's you know the problem. With, the problem with safe storage solutions is is if you're living, say, in the middle of Chicago right. where shootings are happening all of the time, yeah. it is safer for you to have your gun be easily accessible in your own home in case somebody tries to break in and shoot you. It will be be very, very hard for you to defend yourself. If you have to go and, and go through a combination safe to get a gun while somebody has already intruded upon your, upon your home. Now, if you're in the middle of nowhere and you have kids, safe storage makes sense. Right, or you don't want the kids to get the gun, but in the situation where these guns are actually being taken and used, that's not that's not the case. It's not uh, people that are out in the middle of the boonies, out in the middle of the woods, right. and you know where they don't have where they don't have to deal with the threat of somebody breaking in, like uh, like I said at the before we started this, yeah. there was a shooting here last night.
3: Yeah,
1: you know, the police the police arrived very quickly but by the time the police arrived the shooters were already gone they had already fled the scene right and somebody could have been killed fortunately nobody was killed to my knowledge somebody was shot uh and she and she drove herself to the hospital before the police got here uh but in the case that the shooter decided that okay just shooting this person is not enough I'm going to yeah. go to and and shoot into each of these doors at this apartment complex. Yeah. And we're still and we're still waiting on the police. That would lend it a total disaster if we did not have the right to. to, to uh, OK, yeah.
0: Uh, Chicago, you know, Chicago. There's a lot of violence. There's a lot of killing. But Chicago is a victim of the laws in Indiana. All the guns are coming from Indiana. Uh, from no, a state. they're
1: not a victim of of Indiana's laws. Uh, yeah, Chicago is a victim of their own problem.
3: Right. Indiana
1: does not have. You see, th- to say that they're a victim of Indiana's gun laws is to say that Indiana has the same problem as Chicago, which Indiana does not. It doesn't Chicago's have. A vi- Chicago is a victim of their own culture, right. of their own. Of their own problem. And the reason why Chicago is such a problem is the problem that I had last night with the shoot, with the shooting that happened here, is right. that these people in these cities refuse to contact authorities, they refuse to allow police officers to do their job, and they have a shitty mayor that refuses to uh, encourage police officers to do their job. Right. If we could handle Chicago in a single night with overwhelming force on the scene, the problem is, is that uh liberal democrats with the far left uh mostly the far left um and the media they don't like the optics of right. women force on the scene and in in downtown chicago which is pejoratively black they would see right. it as an act of racism or an act right. of uh, an act of war against blacks but the problem is is because of that you will never be able to uh tackle the issues the underlying issues because we're afraid of the media reaction, of what's going to happen if we actually tackle the issue.
0: So, how, how do you tackle the issue? I mean, well, uh, it's a very tricky. Overwhelming theme, force uh, on the scene. Yeah, because the, the the like you say, if you use too much force, then sometimes the police are their own, the, they're their own enemy. Like they, like what they No, they the, the police aren't their area.
1: own enemy. The media becomes the enemy. Right. You see, the police are only their own enemy when they are do, when they're using overwhelming force that is unwarranted. But in a place like Chicago, where yeah. it's rampant, if you if the police use overwhelming force on the scene, they could take Chicago and transform it uh, overnight, uh, basically. Does, uh, but they re- but they refuse to because if they did, the media would be all over them, and that police station would be burned to the ground with people still inside of it, just like happened in Minnesota uh, yeah. during the George Floyd incident.
0: Does poverty play a role in these neighborhoods that people? They don't have no don't, jobs. They don't. They have no equity. They don't own their own homes. I don't they, believe so. They, they don't have no sense of belonging in the neighborhood, or they have a stake in their neighborhoods. They only rent, or they. Either, you, you know what I'm trying to say here? Because sometimes we believe, have. A stake. I don't
1: believe so. I used to think so, but yeah. when you compare poverty all over the world. Right. You do not see the same problems. Oh, uh, the, the vast majority of the world is poverty. America is an exception. Really, Western culture is, is an exception to the idea of the impoverished world. And even poverty in America is not real poverty unless you're homeless, because right. you have more, more luxuries and privileges afforded to you than any other impoverished person in, in, the, in the world. And those other impoverished places do not have this problem with uh, with shooting and they aren't shooting people or attacking people as a way to get out of poverty. But I mean, now, and now you could say that about and right. about uh, robberies right. or burglaries, but even that doesn't show much correlation, because, again, comparing that to the poverty across the rest of the world, it's just not true.
2: Right.
0: Uh, what, what I was going to say, um, the okay. number one
2: predictor of crime is poverty. Right.
0: Because what I'm trying to say here to uh, to make the point is, I, I, I lived in a minority, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, minority neighborhoods and things like that. Uh, And there were projects. You know, projects in New York, they're like 20, 30 floors. It's not like projects like a, what you guys down south, like regular houses. Well, what I saw is that uh, when I see uh, the, the, this ecosystem of destruction, they have no stake in the game, they have no skin in the game. Uh, if they own their own home, if they had mortgages, if they had car notes or, or car payments, uh, if they have a sense that they have a, a, a membership in that neighborhood or in that in the, in the community, maybe they'd be more careful. Maybe they'll get out of this poverty uh, cycle of violence. But, I mean, with these young kids, they, they have no jobs, no education, uh, no but sense of problem. What problem
1: is that? Who's creating that problem?
0: Well, I mean, you got to understand that the, the black America, uh, they were uh, mishandled generationally. They are a victim of, of history. I, I know you, you don't agree it's with me.
1: Really,
0: huh? It they, doesn't they, matter how They the have no, they have the no equity. They, have, they, they, they never had any equity yeah. in well, this country. Uh, well,
1: okay, let, let's, let's assume that it's correct. Right. Let's assume that it's correct. We did not have that problem during the 50s under Jim Crow. We didn't right. have that problem in the 40s. We didn't have that problem in the eighteen. 30s under slavery it was not a problem that existed in our community so all of us all of a sudden in a community that is far displaced from jim crow and slavery right uh it's now a problem but it was not a problem for the actual people that lived in it that encountered it they did not go around shooting up their own neighborhoods and killing themselves during jim crow and that was you know, in the fifties, uh, didn't, didn't stop until the sixties. Um, we did not have that problem. So if we were to assume that that's true, that this is a, that this is a, an act of, uh, well, we had all this stuff taken from us due to racism, then we would have seen the trends of that decades ago, but we don't, we, this is relatively new, relatively recent, uh, and particular, uh, particularly started, around the end of the 70s
0: right okay well uh, the the blacks who lived under Jim Crow um that was, uh, they were living under terrorist organization I mean they they, they they had to look out for each other they had nothing at that time they were uh, being. Uh, uh, I don't know if you ever heard the song of Billy Hardy I think uh, is uh, strange fruits you ever heard that song uh, and,
3: yes
1: but but even but even then yeah yeah uh, It does not account for the fact that if we are trying to say that the hardships that we endured and suffered during Jim Crow and slavery account for the reason why we can't behave ourselves and um, and protect our neighborhoods and treat our neighborhoods with respect and decency. And then it just doesn't add up because we did not have that problem. Then we treated our neighborhoods with respect and we. Looked after our neighborhoods, even if we didn't own anything, even though we were still in the projects in in Chicago, we were still in the projects in New York. We were still uh, in very poor living conditions in the south, but we took care of our neighborhoods and our communities because we wanted to make our community safe. So we had to do that. So. What where is the outlier? where these, this new generation now comes up and says, well, because of slavery, because of racism, I no longer care about keeping my community safe for my fellow man, because yeah. I don't own the apartment. I don't, I'm not responsible for the bullet holes in the wall. I'm not responsible for the death of my neighbor. That doesn't make any sense to me. There's, they there. there it's an excuse that, that black people like to use to get out of accepting responsibility for the chaos that they have created in their own community.
0: So do you think the government plays a part in that chaos?
1: No, not as big a part as, as, um, as they do in other things that are problems okay. in the, in, in the black community.
0: Okay. I was going to ask you about the guns. You said uh, the problem with Chicago. Okay. In one word, in, in one way, we want people to have their own guns, but how how, the police could only react, to, uh, if we look at it that way, uh, if everybody has a gun, they could only react to situations. situation. They cannot prevent the situation. Because if you're allowed to own a gun, then you're allowed to own a gun. It can't be just somebody so, named Jimmy in it's Ohio. Not, I'm
1: not saying that you yeah. want the police to go around attacking people. But I'm saying that if, if police responded to these attacks with yeah. overwhelming force on the scene, right. it would stop right. almost instantly. If the police use everything at their disposal to go after and target these gangs and target all of these people, without having the mayor uh, uh, hold them by the purse strings, right. without having the media painting them as the as the bad guy, painting the gang members as the victims of police brutality when it is not the case, then the police will be able to do an effective job and taking care of this. The, right. But because uh, we don't like the optics of it. We right. refuse to allow the police to do that job. Right, right, right. You know, it, okay. it just becomes the idea of of. This, I mean, this this is the problem uh, in in the inner cities and in minority communities, particularly black communities, where they have made the police out to be the enemy
3: right. when
1: the police are not the enemy and have never been. Right, right, right. right.
0: Okay. Um... You want to move on to the next subject? Uh,
1: uh, 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 oh yeah. yeah, let's go. Uh, unless Rhett has something to add to this one.
0: Yeah, go ahead. you yeah, ready? You have something to add?
1: Yeah. No, he has nothing. So let's go. Let's talk about. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's talk about that, that verdict. Let's
0: yeah, go, uh, let me let me play this small video first so that people.
1: Okay, let me see.
0: Okay. Next
3: claim against Miss Heard, one. As to the statement appearing in the online op-ed entitled, Amber Heard, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change. In the Washington Post online edition, quote, I spoke up against sexual violence and faced our culture's wrath. That has to change, end quote. Do you find that Mr. Depp has proven all the elements of defamation? Answer, yes. He, they killed Had her. Mr. Depp proven by a greater weight of the evidence that, question, the statement was made or published by Ms. Heard? Answer, yes. The sta- question, the statement was about Mr. Depp. Answer, yes. Question, the statement was false. Answer, yes.
0: So I'm not going to bore you with the whole thing. The, the whole thing is she lost on every count uh, 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 of the of the verdict. Because if, I I, only I, only I only only it. one, um, because she she's a liar, and uh, this is uh, this is what happened uh, to the Me Too movement. I think the Me Too movement just got defeated with that verdict.
1: Because- well, the Me Too movement was a predatory movement, in my opinion. It it never had any real good to it. It was just there to try to to destroy men.
3: Uh, I you know, mean, they were
1: trying they were they were trying to ruin you know they've been they've been come out here with all this toxic masculinity all the time but you know you never hear the opposite of that toxic femininity, which is much more rampant and much more worse than anything uh but you know men, men just aren't able to talk about it because we get ostracized we get that I believe we we lose we lose faiths so a lot of times. A lot of times, some people have even lost their jobs over, over things like that. A lot of them answered.
0: Yeah. What, I, what I what I saw with this um, this woman was very evil because she took advantage of the Me Too movement. It was 2015, and she threw the book at this guy. She said he raped her with a bottle, he beat her up, he did this. But every time that she never, you know, she's a star, so they take a picture of her the next day. If you had a broken nose on Monday, you look good on Tuesday. So. Uh, She lied so much is that um, she was exposed and she exposed the the weakness or or the flawedness of the Me Too movement that believe all women. You can't believe all women. You could believe some of the women. Yeah, there is domestic violence. We agree with that. But you cannot just anybody who makes a claim. She destroyed his career. He he lost his movies. He lost millions and millions of dollars. And he became the poster child of, of, of abuse. And he's the one who's getting beat up. You saw how she's beating him up
1: every day, and you know, and the thing is, Johnny had nothing to lose out of all of this because he's exposed himself to be a drunk philanderer. Yeah, uh, that that can't handle his alcohol. He's popped out on pills, but you know, he's trying to make a better life for himself, which is a good thing. Always want to see people make improvements in their life, but you know, this really comes down to the fact that uh, you have to see you have to see the idea of men. Yeah, I would rather be looked at as. A drug abuser. This is Johnny. This is this is Johnny's mindset. Yeah. I would rather be looked at as a drug abuser, as yeah. a philanderer, than as somebody who beats women. Yeah, and because there's the the, the way you're treated, and uh, in the media uh, when you're one of these personalities, is so much different. Uh, when they toss that that domestic abuse, uh, thing on there. You I mean, you lose, you lose business deals, you lose face, you lose fans. And, uh, then you, you wind up going bankrupt. And in a lot of cases, many of these men, they never recover and they wind up committing suicide.
0: Right. Well, uh, well what Johnny Depp did is, um, he won by, uh, um, by regaining his reputation, by exposing her lies, that she was the one who's the abusive person. She was the liar. He taped her. So at the end of the day, it's not all about the money. That He got his life back, and I think uh, that his fan base is going to support him. And expose, she was saying, nobody's going to believe you. No judge or jury is going to believe you no matter what. She was telling him already, you know, and, he, and that's what the jury heard. And, and she took advantage, and the woman was a, a – she's a, a – I have to be careful. I got to choose my words here. She was married for one month. He goes away, and she had people coming up in the mosque in the elevator, it was like you know the, the game Mario Brothers when they jumped in the elevators. Uh, John Franco, why, why? She just got married. I mean, she was uh, doing a lot of stuff. She she was in it for the money. She got seven million dollars, and she says she donated it, but she never donated it. At the end, when you lie and you cheat, God doesn't. God hates ugly and evil, and she ended up now owning him like eight nine million dollars. You know what I'm saying?
1: Oh yeah, <sighs> and you know one of the things I believe uh, I was watching Fox. Judge Janine says that uh, one of the biggest things that came out of this case is is um, the fact that she. Uh, receive punitive damages, or uh, Johnny won cases mm-hmm. on punitive damages, which are some of the hardest things to to prove in a case. But yeah. the fact that she was proven to be a liar, yes. uh, so so overwhelmingly, uh, it was so easy for them to be able to prove this case yeah. of of um of punitive damages. Yeah. So I. You know, I didn't follow it when it was happening because I think it was newsworthy. But I am uh, I'm satisfied with the verdict and I'm satisfied with it only because it will cast a light on the problems that men face that Uh, we never are that we are never allowed to talk about because it's not it's not uh, what's the word? What's the word I'm looking for? uh it's not expected for men to be open about the abuse yeah. that they receive you yeah. know so for for that reason I'm I'm satisfied with the verdict even though I didn't watch the watch the trial I mean, every, everybody
0: they, was satisfied even women I think were satisfied because when they saw that she was a liar yeah. and, and and evil and the way she did it she overkilled it i mean she she already got the money she already uh, branded him uh, 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 as a um, domestic uh, abuser 2 years later after the, she signs a, 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 a non disclosure she writes uh, 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 an op-ed in, in the washington post is like you know the final blow uh, she 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 overkilled the situation and it just came back and, and like a, 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 a and hurt her real bad and it was good. I think the We Too is dead. it has been dead for a while, but it's more dead now.
1: Oh, yeah. It needed to be dead because, yeah. uh, again, it was never done with anything other than mali- uh, malicious intent. Right. And I do not believe in the saying believe all women. I don't believe in the saying believe some women. I believe in believing the facts. Right. Let the facts present themselves and right. believe that, you know, provide evidence for why, uh, this person did this or that. If you can't provide any evidence of it, then you know, I'm sorry. You have no case. Right, right, you right. Know, people are like, well, it's just it's rough. It's tough. But the fact is, is uh, we have men that are behind bars right now. Some who are dead as a result of false accusations yes. and you will never be able to get that time back. And so instead of believing what women say. You need to treat women like you treat everybody else. They are not children. They are not a paragon of peace and beauty that the court systems hold them out to be. The court systems treat women like children. And right. you if uh, women, can, women claim to want equality, then they should want equality of innocent until proven guilty. Right. And stop assuming that men are guilty because a woman says that that man did something and did not provide any evidence that a man ever did anything to her.
0: Right, 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 right. Okay. Where is Ray?
1: How's I that? have no idea. You're I'm there. He disappeared <laughs> off. Lucky
0: like he hit his forehead. Is that me? Is Something wrong with his forehead?
1: No, he's he's uh he's left. He huh? he got up and hey, what, is he frozen on your screen? Because he's not in he's not in his chair. He he got up and he and he left.
3: Yeah.
0: Thank you. All right. So um um so we discussed that are there any anything still having your mind? What was the, the, the black panel about the, uh, yesterday?
1: Uh, it was about, uh, number one was about the school shootings and how we can combat school shootings and things like that. Um, number two was something that I didn't think to be a real issue, uh, but was about uh, some apparent uh, woman who calls herself a sexpert was saying something about polyamorous uh, relationships where men or won't listen to women in polyamorous relationships about having sex with people from 12 with two men, one woman. And, but they're all, but they're all for two, two women, one man. And I just, I just didn't think it was a real issue. And then yeah, in, yeah, in, in, in any case to me, for a woman who calls herself a sex expert, yeah. which, you know, we're looking at looking at her Instagram picture. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, for yeah. her to call herself a sex a expert, I mean, she's certain, she certainly doesn't look like she's had much sex in her lifetime. <laughs>
0: she's probably <But>, grifted.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, at this point, I think it's safe to just treat women like the children that they are
3: yeah. uh,
1: in our society because um, for, for a woman to come up with such a stupid thing to make an issue of, right? Uh, I mean, it it gives it almost gives credit to the far left and far right lunatics yeah. on b- on both sides that claim that women should never have had the right to vote because if if they're going to come up with this stupid crap, <laughs> uh, you know, nobody cares what you do in your bedroom,
3: yeah. and,
1: you know, if it's consensual, uh, why are you trying to make an issue out of it? Why why are we wasting time and wasting money? Yeah. And wasting resources studying anything that has to do with stuff that happens in people's bedrooms.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was going to ask you um, one thing. I was going to ask you um, why you know we
1: don't have a lot of shootings in, in the city schools. Why do you think that is? Well, the the reason being is because they have better security. Right. They they are they are not uh, they are not hard targets. They have better security and general and generally speaking. That's the way all schools should be, yeah. you know. Uh, uh, have regulated entry points. Um, we, you know, most schools. I know my my elementary school had one entry point, which is the front of the building where the buses came. It was a small elementary school. We lived in a small town,
3: yeah. So
1: that was the place. And then in, the, in the beginning of the school, being in a school, the police were always right there throughout the entire course of the day. Miss Deputy Wiggins and the other deputies. That were part of the police force for the school were yeah. always sitting right there in the front of the building because it's the only spot that somebody could uh, yeah. could access the school from. Yeah, uh, yeah. Same, you know. But these more rural areas, they don't have the same the same type of security um, Yeah. yeah places yeah. in the cities because they, <laughs> they're not uh, they're often not given the funding by the <laughs> state by the state government and. You know, this is another this is another issue why, uh, I want to disband the education department and disband the teachers unions and, yeah. and uh, allow the money to follow the kid because obviously the uh the the school administration system has yeah. failed uh, to make security a priority for children at the schools. Right. And so the best way to do that is to remove the monopoly over the schools that these uh, teachers' unions and public schools have All right. and allow parents to send their kids to the schools they feel are the safest and offer the best education. Right.
0: All right. Okay. Um, uh, Ray, okay, let's get to the situation. You said, uh, what is it called, the group that is being in Washington?
2: Bilderberg, huh? The Bilderberg Group. What is it called? people like to use to see them, the Bilderbergs. Okay. See them as a, um, a sort of arm of the, uh, the deep state or the global elites, basically. Yeah. Um, they're meeting in DC right now. And among the 120 people who were invited, we have the CEO of Pfizer, Henry Kissinger, oh, yeah. former CIA head, David Petraeus. Former Google CEO Eric Schmidt, Senator Kirsten Cinema, Kirsten Cinema, however you pronounce her name, the Director William J. Burns. Yeah. Um, back in 2012, I had a um, I attended the National Youth Leadership Forum on Law and CSI, and we yeah. stayed in that same hotel a week before the Bilderbergs got yeah. there. Um don't really have much else to say about the meeting i wish we could have it televised but it's they meet in secret there
0: yeah, yeah. i think they meet in, in el
2: paso right texas dc yeah oh dc el paso the sixty-eight. it's grade. the westfield marriott hotel in chantilly Virginia. oh okay
0: okay this is old this is all good <laughs> so uh well, the, these are people that are like uh in the financial system uh,
2: the elites, right? The elites. Yeah. Well, for example, uh, in in 2012. Yeah. Um. Wait, this might have been in 2008. Uh, no, no, no. 2012. Mitt Romney and Barack Obama disappeared for a little while yeah. <laughs> while this meeting was going on, uh, and <clears throat> every four years when they have the meeting there, the presidential candidates attend.
3: Right.
2: And so people have speculated that perhaps they are choosing the candidates right um well Hillary if and obama case. disappeared there in 2008 uh i don't if, know if that's that's just what if that's the said. case i'm not sure what if is, that's really the case though
1: if yeah. that's the case what does that say about biden because he was obviously not invited
2: no, i don't think <laughs> i think well, they're he's afraid not, he's gonna <laughs> there's no election this year
1: yeah they're afraid that, he's that's call. during election years yeah but you know um <laughs> I don't know much about the Bilderbergs, but the the, the issue with the with economic forums, uh, they should be televised in any capacity because this isn't an economic forum though. And the
2: globe, the World Economic Forum is it's all recorded. You can go watch all of it. Oh, this I mean, one so yes, they should be. The oh, one that just took some place st- in Davos, they 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 certainly broadcast all of it, yeah. and they said some crazy stuff. They just straight up tell you what they want to do. Uh, yeah, you know they how they advertise. People. They say, um, "Um, you will own nothing and you will be happy." This they
1: straight up advertise that.
0: Okay, is there? Um, that's
1: the, that's the far left socialist ideology, is that you should allow government to decide what you own and be happy with that. Okay,
0: this is their headline of uh of work: Ge- geopolitical realignments, NATO challenges, China. Indo-Pacific realignment, Sino-US tech competition, that's Chinese, Russia, the continuity of government and the economy, disruption of the global financial system, disinformation, energy security and sustainability, post-pandemic health, fragmentation of democratic societies, trade and de-globalization, and Ukraine. So this is their... um, this is what they discuss in their post in their release, in their um, uh, press release. Yeah. So, uh, you know, for example, like in the United States, uh, like um, three people own more wealth than 150 million Americans. Like, if you if you put Warren Buffett with uh, Elon Musk and, and Gates, I think his name is Gates, Bill Gates. What do you think that's going to lead into? I mean. Isn't that going to lead to turmoil in the
2: future? As as equality uh, decreases, as the gap between the wealthy and the poor uh, increases, the probability that the society will destabilize increases massively. Yeah, And this is a, this is a trend that's been seen all across time because like you were saying earlier, people don't have a stake. They feel like they don't have a stake. So they drop out the bottom of the culture and, at that point they decide that they're just going to disrupt the system tear everything down because but this is a problem it's called the Pareto distribution and it, it exists everywhere and it's not a problem of capitalism it's like a law of nature right it's true for the mass of stars it's yeah. true for any 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 business endeavors it's always going to be a small portion of people who own the vast majority of the resources And it's a problem that's so much bigger than we could ever address. It's almost like we just don't know what to do about it. uh, But increasing equality as much as we can. Allowing individuals to make their own choices is the best, uh, has been the best system throughout history to try to minimize inequality. But there is no solution. Ultimately, it's like a law of nature. It's that fundamental. It's in physics.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I mean is, um, the problem that the, that ha- happens with these far leftoids on the on the on the left is they have this idea of utopia where everybody should have equal access to everything, which okay. just isn't which just isn't real. For uh, using the same example, law of nature, uh, right here in the United States, in the Great Plains of the United States, the, the Midwest, ha- where more than Eighty percent of all tornadoes in the world happen in this one place in the world. Yes, yeah. exactly. The same thing.
2: It's also Orcans. referred to by economists as the Matthew principle, and that's because of the quotation by Christ in Matthew. Uh, to those who have everything, more will be given. And from those who have nothing, everything will be taken. Mm, It's the as you start to succeed, you succeed ever more quickly, and as you start to fail, the same can be said. Exactly,
1: you take take another example, Japan, for example, 99.9% of all Godzilla attacks in the world happen in Japan. (laughs) (laughs) There was one in New York, there was one. One happens in the United States. Um, uh, what the 1998 Godzilla. And then Legends Godzilla, but yeah, now all, the having, all the other ones happen. All the all the other ones happen in Japan. You hey, so, know? Uh, Godzilla. <laughs> has grown up. Oh my gosh,
0: that's great. I was gonna tell you. Um, so the, the the situation is. Uh, uh, I was gonna say I can shut off the fan because it's bothering me. Um, so there's a widening gap between the haves and have nots in the United States, all over the world. Uh, the, when you I want
1: to say it's widening. Uh, Huh? I think it's actually I think it's actually closed. If you look at the data, no that's, uh, it's the, definitely the middle, not now, not now. the middle class is shrinking, yeah, well, I mean the middle class is shrinking, but the problem with the middle class shrinking has not been that they were falling back into the working class. It's been that the middle class over the last several decades have been becoming the upper class. so i would i when I say that I don't think that it's whitening in the way that that uh, that the media presents it to be. Because the media is talking about the, the shrinking middle class as if the middle class is just becoming poorer. When yeah. the fact is, they've just become well, if
2: they are, it's w- because of inflation. Wilfier.
1: If the, now, now the middle class is starting to shrink in the opposite direction because of the inflation. But up until this point, the middle class's disappearance has been becoming because they have been making their way to the lower upper class, which is which is the natural course of events, uh, because the middle class. Uh, right now has made up majority of people who are starting to reach the retirement age yeah. and the wealthiest people in America are the retired because they no longer really have to pay that much taxes. They have, they have uh, accumulated value, particularly if you own a home, uh, the average homeowner uh, in Mississippi, for example, is worth about $325,000 at the time that they retire because of the asset value. And um, so just by being, just by having those, those things, those particular, uh, particular things and having more disposable income, they become the wealthier class, which is, uh, another reason why people like me are say we should get rid of the, get rid of the, um, Social Security, because we're not gonna be around. it's not gonna uh, we're gonna be around, it's just not gonna be around when we get ready to, to draw from it. And that's because we're subsidizing the wealthiest people in America right now, which are retired.
0: You I guess social security
1: too. No, I gotta um social security never had a it doesn't have it's not it has no constitutional merit. But it has a social security will be bankrupt, bankrupt be by 2033.
2: I know 2033 but thirty three is the year that it will it will run out.
0: In the forties and fifties, uh, if you had a sick mother or a grandmother, you couldn't go to school. You
1: could not get education. In the in the forties, when the when Social Security was uh, was developed by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, yeah. it was the Great Depression and World War II, it was only supposed to last until the end of the of the depression, and they have made it last up until all of this time. And we've been paying so much money into it, and we will never be able to see a return <laughs> yeah, on the- that. Now, you're yeah, I, in, in order for me, for example, in order for me to be able to receive a return on the amount of money that I have put into Social Security by the time I retire, I will have to live a total of 172 additional years in order to break even uh, with how much money I've paid into Social it's Security. It's going to be
2: bankrupt in
1: 2033 anyway, yeah.
0: Yeah, but don't you guys think it lifted a big burden from people? Uh, no, so-
1: it didn't. It created a, it created a burden on the people to have to pay into it yeah, because you are have- you're, you're you are subsidizing people who already have retirement accounts, who are already making more money and doing less. The majority of people who are on Social Security ha- have retirement accounts. Yeah, what I'm trying to think initially, um, so, okay,
2: I'll address that. Presently, right. Originally, I think that it probably did relieve a, an economic burden. Yeah. So I don't see why people can't uh, save for themselves. But uh, part of my grandmother's income is Social Security. And without it, she could not. I mean, she has a state retirement, too. And uh, my grandfather's retirement because he's dead. So she, she draws these three retirements, but she needs all of them. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean I think Social Security is a good thing.
3: Yeah, I don't that, think
2: it, it. In the long, in the, maybe initially it was, but in the long run, it's going to be more of a problem. And we'll never draw it. Twenty thirty three uh, is when it will go bankrupt.
0: Yeah, but the, it's serving a purpose right now. You have to understand that. Um, see, I'm from a third world country. They, they have generational families that live in the same home. Uh, the, the 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 older people once they get old, they don't have anything, so they have become a burden on their children or on their grandchildren, and they depend and they become. We have right now. Let's say these women or these old men. Who's going to support them? They're going to be a burden anywhere in society, no matter what. So you're just going to create a great poverty. You're going to make old people poor. But many people live on like eight hundred, nine hundred dollars a month. They need that money. Without that money. They become a burden on their family, on their children, or on or, or,
2: or, or society yeah. as a whole. I understand what you're saying, but like I said, I don't yeah. understand why people can't I, just save I, money if they're paying into just, taxes. I just don't I'm personally think way. it's a legitimate function of the state. I it's don't not. think that it's the really, state should it really be involved in there,
1: there is nothing in the Constitution that gives that has given Congress the authority to do that. If you want it to have that type of a system, by all means, but make it be a voluntary system. Uh And make it be a private system. As a matter of fact, I have introduced uh, letters uh, when Trump was president to try to address the issue of removing Social Security from the government and allowing private companies to run it because it is a trust that's gaining no interest and receiving no, uh, no kickback to allow that money to go to a private corporation that will be able to put it into the global market and allow the money to rise on an equity index annuity that would ensure that we would at least get about a 9% recovery rate and if something did happen to the market the 2.2 trillion dollars that we would start off with which is what the trust amount was at the time that i wrote the letter in 2019 yeah. you would be indexed at that 2.2 trillion dollars and that would be the amount that you would be able to divvy out uh first in the case of an economic collapse but if my numbers were were correct, and you were able to uh, to produce uh, in the global market with a private comp corporation, eight uh, percent on an on a on an annual percent basis, you'd be able to increase the two point two trillion to over fifty three trillion dollars in about fifty years.
0: <laughs> see the the problem with the social this community? is the
2: primary reason that I see. I think the reason why. DeAndre and myself have the view that Social Security is not a good it's it's somewhat unfair to us because we've been paying in and we will never see the money that we pay in because it will be bankrupt before we
1: reach retirement age. Same, yeah. thing Medi- same thing with same thing Medicare and Medicaid. These uh, these are systems that and they only get more expensive. They never cut any of this any of this spending. And How about Medicaid?
0: Guys against it.
1: I'm against it because. As I Medicaid, said, Medicaid government, Medicare,
2: Medicare
1: government does uh, not have, I don't have an opinion on Medicare. Government does not have a legitimate role in the healthcare industry. It's not their place to do that. And yeah, but,
0: uh, they yeah, get they, in
1: there and yeah. they make it more expensive. Now, I sold the Affordable Care Act yeah. for, for five years. Right, I sold Medicare and Medicaid while I was working with the Affordable Care Act. And I seen how the prices are and they never get cheaper. They get right. more and more. They get more and more expensive. They start to tax us more money. They never cut any spending. They subsidize. And when they when they give all these government subsidies, all that does is it causes the big pharma and the, and the hospitals to increase the cost of care or the cost of service, which they will then you create another subsidy to pay for. And then they will just raise the prices again. So it's constantly causing prices to raise by having government be involved. There is no, there is no reason why uh, people, adults, who have saved up money their entire lives, should not be able to afford their own health care. And health care will be so much cheaper if the government would just get out of the way. Right, right.
0: Okay, Okay. we have to be realistic about things. Um you you have about 25% of the United States population is over 63 65 years old. I don't know, I don't know the exact uh, you have a lot of poor old people now. They need health care. I mean, we're gonna them, die in the streets. I mean, well, they, they, do they, they be-
1: need health care, but as I said with the uh with this with the social security thing, there are other avenues that people can go to in order to receive help, receive aid. There are like community what? there are community health centers. For me example, I uh, I just purchased health insurance for the first time in a long time because I thought it was useless. I was spending so much money and getting nothing out of it. I go to the community uh, uh, health. It's, clinic. It's, called, it's called Coastal Family Health Clinic. That's now, a federal
2: clinic, DeAndre. I go there. too.
1: Uh, I know, but I'm saying a, that's a federal I go clinic. I go there. I go there and they they do it. Based I have off to. My, I have they to. Do to
0: Listen, you have to understand that if you need a hip, you cannot go to a hip replacement or a pacemaker. If you need a
1: hip, you need to be willing to pay for it. You, know, you should not expect somebody else to pay for the cost of your injuries.
0: We have to be honest with each other. We have to be I mean, real honest with, with the facts on the ground. Before the the pandemic, 43% of Americans didn't have $500 in, in, in saving the bank.
1: Uh, but that's, that's also not the majority of Americans' problem. I, it's it's tough to say that. It sounds like you're being an asshole when you say it, but the fact is, is uh, no the reason why people, most people, do not have that money saved up into the bank is because they have uh, made in their mind that that five hundred dollars is best suited on something else that they may not need. Yeah, but I I, I
0: disagree. Why? For for,
1: uh, uh, for example, right. um. People there, there are people that love purchasing sh- expensive shoes. Now, they could have uh, $5,000 $5, saved in the bank or $500 saved in the bank. But rather than saving that money, they have made the justification that it is more important for them to have the, the shoe collection than it is for them to have $500 in the bank. Now is that is should I have to be responsible for covering for their bills because they decided that shoes were more important than insurance?
0: Yeah, but uh, not everybody had only shoes. People uh, had insurance. Different. Uh, all a strange,
1: argument. Have, uh, all That's all a strange argument.
0: Yeah, it's think it's
1: the same. It's the same thing. People are using their money on the things that they want to use their money okay. for. I understand. What yeah. if they're not? Reason why they don't have any savings? about is poor old people. You, knew, I don't think it.
2: that's the reason why everyone doesn't have health.
1: I mean, you're going to pay it anyway. Some people, some people, but it's the reason why most people don't have it. Look, uh, most. Calcula people can you steal? Yes, huh? I have data. I worked in the industry for several years. I know what I'm talking okay, about. But most that's people, not data. Most people don't have health. Don't have health care because they have weighed the options. That it is. Not advantageous enough for them to determine that they want to purchase it, particularly young people, especially after the Obama uh, era came in and practically destroyed the idea of being able to receive a catastrophic plan, which were the cheapest at the time. And that young people typically purchase because they could afford it. Most people have decided and weighed the options when they look at their bills, and they put everything out in front of them that it's better for them to have to have. Cable, internet, video games—all of these other luxuries—that it is for them to have. Insurance. Okay, so, he's gonna so it's going to take care of expensive. Somebody pretty pretty or expensive. or it's too expensive, but that be, that came as a problem again of the Affordable Care Act. Selling it before nope. and after. I definitely agree with that. I can. I know you, that's I've the seen reason. The, I've seen the price change. I saw prices. I kid you not. After I gave somebody the Affordable. Uh, the advance payments of their premium tax credit. They had a family of, f- of, f- of five to two adults and uh, three children. They received a f- uh, twenty five hundred dollar tax credit and their plan because it was it went through the roof. The monopoly that happened in Georgia after affordable care came in with Blue Cross Blue Shield. That's all the only plan they had available. Even with the tax credit, they still had to pay $2,700 a month for coverage, $27,000 deductible for the family.
3: Yeah, yeah. That, you, was, you you know, that
1: that is re- a ridiculous amount of money, but that is because we've subsidized it. Before then, the exact same plan on the private sector was only about, I think if I remember correctly... About six hundred dollars a month. Now that's still a lot of money, but if you have the money to uh, to pay with a tax credit, twenty five or twenty seven hundred dollars a month, it's cheaper if for you to just go to the private sector and purchase it for six hundred dollars a month.
0: But DeAndre, okay, I agree with you, but I, I, I want to go back to the old people. You, you don't understand how many you, there are poor old people in the United States. Without Medicaid and Social Security, you have a famine. These people will still become a burden on the state and will cost more to take care of them instead of uh, what you give yeah, them.
1: Then, some- then yeah. you let private organizations take care of that. You know, we have this, what, what is, what is this organization called uh, um, the Good Mother or, or the Home for Mothers or whatever it's called yeah, that you it, see on the commercials. You let private organizations take care of that. The government's role is not to be everybody's caretaker.
0: Yeah, yeah, but you pay into that as you, as you go.
1: You pay when you... No, you no we, we, we should not be paying into that. People but should I mean, be paying that. into their own things.
0: Okay, and let us say it, yeah, but, uh, um, I'm around a lot. I've been around old people, and, and I think that um, the greatest thing that ever happen in this country is to have Medicaid and social security. Because I'll tell you why. I know you're going to think I'm crazy. Because it lifted the burden from the children and the, uh, the siblings and the families to take care of the elderly to have their own independent income and take that burden away. So you could go to school, you could go to a college, you could fuck up, you could do whatever you want instead of become burdened by a sick grandmother or sick mother or sick father uh, that you cannot go to school or you cannot go to college. You'll have this burden on you. It will kill. You understand that that lifted a lot of burden on. Uh, yeah, but on.
1: that's the minority of the case because when I look when I look at the data, I see that the majority of the money that is spent in this country on 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 luxuries, on vacations, on uh just having a good time in general, it comes from it comes from the from the elderly, from the retired, from people over the age of sixty five. Yeah, 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 but I mean.
0: There's a lot of poor people. They, 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 uh, have you ever heard of a program called Meals on Wheels or Wheels on Meals?
1: Yeah, I know about Meals on Wheels, and yeah, it's, they a, go, it's a it's a so nice they, program. I know but but, some of these
0: people are hungry. I mean, if it wasn't for that meal, it's, you know that it's, it's not a private.
1: Problem. It's a private organization. I know, but allow, it's, allow private organizations to do things. Private organizations do things much better and much more efficiently than the government.
0: Yeah, but not in, in a mass way. They could do like a serve sort of families, but when you have a 20, 15 million people, uh, private organization cannot. Uh, they, have do,
1: they do it. They do it every day. They do it every day. With, when you go to the store, everything that you purchase at the store is made by the organizations. So they do it every day. They have no. They have no problem taking on things. Now, for example, uh, I've worked for private organizations with federal government, and I worked for. Uh, like I said, with the Affordable Care Act through Centers of Medicaid Medicare Medicare Services. Now, the same uh, orga- uh, organization, the same industry, they were able to provide coverage to a over one hundred million people. They s- spent significantly less money on creating a website that works and functions, in my opinion, better than Healthcare.gov did. Healthcare.gov okay. at its maximum, at the peak. Of people who are enrolled in of in, uh, the Affordable Care Act was 15 million. That was in 2016 when that number hit 15 million. Now, people like to say, well, it's 60 million. No, it's not. The reason they get 60 million because uh, the Affordable Care Act is operated by CMS, which is the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. So they just clump all of the numbers of Medicare, Medicaid, and the Affordable Care Act all together. And that's how they get that 60 million number. But the actual number of the most people that ever registered uh, with uh, the Affordable Care Act was 15 million, which means that the private sector was doing that for more than 180 million people who had coverage. And they were doing it more effectively than the government and for cheaper than the government was doing it. Because Obamacare, not the Obamacare, but the website itself, it cost billions of dollars to make and it didn't work for weeks after it goes in. And even now it still goes down. So let the private organizations do it. They they do it better. I have never seen the government be able to run something as efficiently as the private sector has been able to.
0: Okay, let me give you just one last video before we go We're over the hour. I know you're tired, I'm tired. Uh, this video, uh, I just want to, uh, uh, okay, raise here. Uh, I want you to, this is actually she won the election. You know, this is upfront.
3: Okay,
0: listen to uh, this is Margie Taylor Green. This is actually she won the election. This is her speech. This <laughs> is what she said.
3: You have to accept the fact that the government totally wants to provide surveillance on every part of your life. They want to know when you're eating. They want to know if you're eating a cheeseburger, which is very bad because Bill Gates wants you to eat his fake meat that grows in a peach tree dish. So you'll probably get a little zap inside your body and that's saying, no, no, don't eat a real cheeseburger. You need to eat the fake, the fake burger, the fake meat from Bill Gates. Um, they probably also want to know when you go to the bathroom and if your bowel movements are are on time or consistent. I mean, what else do these people want to know? All
0: right, this is uh, uh, our friend Amaji.
1: Uh, she never fails. That was that speech. After she won? she told. Her, uh, did that make sense to you guys? Or? I think she has a point. I mean, government overreach when it comes to private to, to personal private privacy has really gotten out of hand, and it really started with. Um, uh, I can't remember the act. You, you, the one I'm thinking of is the one that they Patriot, made. The Patriot, act.
2: Yeah, the, the Patriot act. yeah, the Patriot. Yeah, that was the National Defense Authorization
1: Act. Yeah, I, mean, I think me and Rep were just talking about this a couple of years ago. Was under Obama. The, CIA. It was an, it was an. Expansion. That's the, uh,
0: the Republican the Party that that the, 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 they gave us the, the Department of Home, Homeland Security. They gave us the Patriot Act. They, they they most governments- the most the government
1: Republican Party uh, mm-hmm. doesn't do shit that's fucked up yeah. because they do and. I mean, for for example, uh, the chief justice right now, who is no ally to conservatism, he is a product of a Republican appointed appointment. So um, but I think she I mean, people like to say that she's cringe. I don't know much about her. She's not, you know, she's crazy. She's crazy. She's She's not relevant to me. But she has a point. The government is all of that stuff too much to get information on us. Yeah. Is
2: not that stuff that big tech has? Yeah, not the government. Yeah, like but the government. All is that information, as far debt as debt. I, it, there was the.
0: So, well, what do you think about freedoms? I mean, who
2: should we be worried about? Pfizer government is the company that wants to oh, put oh, that oh, pill should we be down your be, that can track all of this stuff.
0: Who 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 are our freedom? So, the go- the governments or private companies like Google and stuff like that? Who, who you think? Both I mean? of them.
1: They both are. Say, they, um, they they both want to des- to destroy freedom.
0: Yeah, because I I, I looked at a T-shirt government. one time. I looked at a T-shirt on Google. It was following me on my phone all over the. That T-shirt for three weeks. Uh, yeah, I was like, God damn it! It's like a stalker. <laughs> you understand? So they know everything you do. Anyway, uh So yeah, uh, this
2: is why I don't necessarily put too much trust in private organizations alone, because yeah. big, big business in, in many different sectors, they're in bed with the government. So much power, and in in many cases, multinational corporations have far more power than governments. Yeah. Right, right, right.
0: All right. So uh, you want to uh, I'm tired I want to go on a go and everything, and so so we had a good conversation today, right?
1: Oh yeah, this is really good. You know. Because- I, w- I was wondering how we were going to do this co- this collaboration, how it was going to go. And this has been a very uh, successful first episode. I wish we could have had uh, your other guy, Eric, be part of this show. Yeah, you're going to uh, fix it. it ex- next week, uh, week,
0: I want to bring in, I want you to bring a guest, like two uh, like guests. Like
1: two next, guests. Next, okay? week, next week, uh, I will not be available. I will be watching the Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic World we'll, Dominion. We're going to do it on a Saturday. Rhett will be here. Oh Saturday, no, we can't oh. do it Saturday. We have we have we do our own show Saturday. Oh, okay. That's why, that's why I chose Friday, uh, so oh. we don't conflict our schedules.
0: All right, so we'll see how it goes because I was going to bring some guests, uh, like but, on the YouTubers. Um,
1: but Rhett, Rhett can definitely do it with you on Friday yeah. on next Friday though. But I I probably won't be available because I'll be going to the movies.
0: Okay, give Rhett my information. You picked, I, the,
1: you picked the one showing that was like during this time. Uh-huh. Well no, no, I that's opening day. It's ju- June 10th, it's opening day of you know, I, I never saw uh, Okay, but a movie is not all day long. I'm uh, Well, I, I pick the time that's after work. I oh, I get off work okay. at you know at two at 2 30, so I'm gonna go to the movies at 420 at 475. That's unacceptable. Oh, no, not 475,
2: 425. 475. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right.
1: gonna go gonna go at four twenty-five, and it's, I think it's gonna be like a two and a half hour movie.
0: Let's see what happens. Maybe something will come up, and, and we could fit it in or something.
1: Is that okay, or we could be later? Yeah, hey, we, we we well, uh, I'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, as, we could move it up, up to week. eight
0: o'clock to eight o'clock your time, nine o'clock my time. Yeah,
1: yeah because yeah, again, we're off on the weekends. Uh, I think Rhett's off on the weekend too, so. We, we might we might be able to do it later on during the day, so we might still be able to do it just later on after the movie's done.
0: All right, we'll see. And let us know how the movie is. It's going to be on uh, Netflix right now. That's not
1: right. No. no, it's not going to be on Netflix. It's it's uh it's in theaters opening. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, Jurassic Park Universal treated it with so yeah. much respect that it is practically impossible to find it on any streaming service that it's not uh, universal.
0: All right, then, guys. Uh, thank you for having a nice conversation. And don't worry, the more we do, we'll get better and better like an oil machine. And then eventually we're going to name the show I'm going to get our own intro. And uh, the, the the whole thing is we're going to have an open source because the whole idea is we usually get invited to panels. So we're going to invite people to come to our uh, show to give them the opportunity to come and have a discussion with us. You understand what I'm saying? Does that make yes, sense? Exactly.
1: That's what yeah. I want. I want us to be able to uh reach out with more people yeah and 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 build build our own little conglomerate yeah. where we have uh, yeah. people that we can pull to uh for instance um if we if we have to talk about shootings again which i do think there will be another mass shooting sometime in the, yeah, in yeah. the future
3: yeah
1: um that we sh- that we should have people who are interested in that type of topic yeah. you know that have facts on both sides oh, we can have debate we, can, we always, can raise people debate us always pull them in exactly and i think it'll be fun all right guys have a good night thank you and have a good weekend okay
0: you Take too care. all right god bless yeah, you too. thank you